Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, man, what you, what you been up to? Oh, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what not. I've been, uh, you know, playing with my dog. Uh, I teach on Zoom, which is sort of weird, but fun. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, auditioning and, you know, doing a lot of voiceover work right now and uh, just finished a series for Netflix. And um, what else? Yeah, you know, you know, walking. The... <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go. So, Jonathan, um, to start off, uh, I love to know how you got started uh, into acting. I uh, love how you grew a passion for it. And um, yeah, take us a little bit through your, your journey. Well, I, you know, I was, as a kid, as a little kid, I really loved storytelling. Mm. And, you know, people telling me stories. My parents, uh, you know, would read me stories. Uh, we would go to the theater. I loved movies and, and TV. And I just was a big fan, first, of, first and foremost. And I had a really active imagination. And once I figured out, you know, that that, you know, that there were all these things that I wanted to be, but I could be all those things if I was an actor, you know, um, and, and that I could still use my imagination. It became, that became, uh, when I was very young, I just, I sort of knew that that's what I wanted to do, you know, so I started following that desire more and more. Um, so it, that that desire to be a storyteller came from loving stories and loving to be told stories and you know i didn't think of it that way when i was little but looking <laughs> i realized that's really what it was um yeah and i've just always loved loved doing it and 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 the pursuit in school and like elementary school was like can i get in the school play yeah. Yeah. and uh every opportunity became, you know, just for further evidence that I needed to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I saw you uh, went to NYU and Northwestern. Did you study theater uh, uh, throughout your, your college years? And maybe you know, envision yeah. yourself uh, at that time going uh, the path that you did. Well, you know, I, I actually, and, uh, Northwestern, I went to NYU undergrad and uh, Northwestern was actually a summer program. Um, and it was all theater. I just always knew, you know, my friends were always sort of pissed off at me because I, I was kind of the only one who really knew what he wanted to do. Um, and and uh, I wouldn't say pissed off at me, but it was like, <laughs> I was very, uh, you know, for a confused little kid, uh, and I was, remain fairly confused. Um, that one thing has always been a constant. So, um, you know, it, it, I just loved, I loved doing it. And I'm lucky to have had the opportunity. I'm lucky to have the support of my parents too. Um, so I, you know, I just, it's just something, you know, I just keep on managing to do. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, throughout those years, I mean, you know, did you, you still were like resilient in terms of like, you knew what you wanted to do. Like, you, well, you I knew what I wanted to do. I don't know how resilient, I, I, I think I was more stupid than resilient. I mean, I, you know, I just, I just, uh, I was sort of really sort of hard headed about it. 
knew it's what I wanted to do. And I was lucky enough to get opportunities. It took me a while to find my footing. And it's one of the things I talk to my acting students about. It's like, you know, a lot of time, like parents will say, make sure you have a backup career, which is a, which is a really crappy thing to say to a little, to a young or new artist. Because what you're really saying is, you know, have something prepared for when you fail. So that's a sucky thing to say to somebody. But it's really important to have something to support you so you can follow your dreams no matter what. So having a survival job or a Joe job, you know, having, having a, a, a job to pay your rent as you pursue your passion and your dream is, is smart because then nobody can tell you to stop. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, parents will say something like that to a kid, not realize that they're being denigrated. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're coming from the right place. It's not they're trying to be a jerk. You know, they just want their kids to be able to take care of themselves. So, you know, I always say to my to my younger students, you know, if it's what the best thing you can do for your art is to be self sufficient, because then nobody can tell you to stop. And you call the shots. And I sort of stumbled into that by accident. You know, it took, it took me a few minutes, that's for sure. And, but once I, once I, you know, realized that it, it was, that's actually when it started to become sort of quote unquote successful. Absolutely, man. I mean, killer career, man. I mean, your first role was in Target of Suspicion, I believe uh, in 1994. From my research. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and then in 2004, you, you were in, uh, you know, Drake and Josh. Um, you know, maybe maybe talk about, okay, post-collegiate uh, career, you know, you're going into, uh, you know, the, the workforce or, or into the theater industry, you know, you just graduated. Uh, you know, talk about those, you know, 10 years leading up to, you know, the show Drake and Josh. I mean, was there anything that uh, stuck mine with you? Yeah, I mean, I was doing, I lived in New York City. I went to NYU and after school, I did a lot of um, sort of underground avant-garde theater with friends of mine who started a theater company in, in, uh, in Manhattan. And um, I worked at all these, I had a band also, that, and actually a bunch of us are still together, we still play. Um, and so, and I was like working in an art gallery and living in this art gallery and doing crazy downtown theater. And then after the show was over, I'd go over to Bleecker Street and play with my band. And that went on for several years. And, you know, it was really exciting um, and fun and uh, not extremely lucrative, but, but, you know, but really exciting, fun stuff. And I sort of dabbled in the the acting work with it, it took me a lot i was still studying um sometimes and doing this weird theater and not and trying to break into sort of the legit um acting work like television work and commercial work but i was really doing a lot of like gritty downtown theater um and uh and i started auditioning more and more, I started doing some regional theater stuff, and um, 
and then managed to get into an off-Broadway play that then, well, actually, yeah, it was off-off-Broadway. I think it opened at La Mama, which is a, a great old theater. And then um, it traveled to, um, we did a run in Chicago, and then it came back as an off-Broadway production in Manhattan. And then it closed. And when it closed, I couldn't really, you know, I was talking to some real agents and they were like, you know, we think you're really good, but we have somebody just like you. So we can't really sign you. Some people were working with me, as they call it in the business, hip pocketing, which means like you're uno they unofficially uh, represent you. So I was getting a little bit of play, but I kind of hit a wall. And my dad called me up on the phone and he was like, all right, you're done. Get out of here. Go to L.A. I was like, what? And he was like, you're done. You're finished. Go. Get out. Go to L.A. That's where, that's where the jobs are. Um, and this was back in like the mid 90s. It was like 94, 90, I think around 94 is when. So my dad kicked me out of New York. Um, and I like, I was working with one band that I had at the time and we did a final recording. And, um, and uh, I just, I was working at a restaurant. I was able to transfer to the restaurant that they had out here in LA. And after a couple of months, I just got it together. I lined up an apartment out here that a friend, uh, uh, my friend Rachel lived in the building and she was like, yeah, there's an apartment opening up, you should come here. Um, so uh, yeah, I just, I moved out to LA and started a theater company out here with a bunch of friends that's still running called Sacred Fools Theater, which is, um, they're pretty prolific and um, I'm not really involved with them anymore, but, um, but started to, um, you know, started to like get it going out here. I formed another band with some guys that I knew at the, at the restaurant that I worked in and sort of picked up where I had left off in, in New York and then managed to get, uh, started this theater company with a bunch of other people. And from that, after, after our first production, about a year after our first production, I managed to pick up my first agent. I had, I already had a commercial agent that was, uh, that I picked up out here from off of a mailing. Um, you know, I sent out my pictures and resumes. Is this interesting at all? I'm not yeah, even no, sure. I like this. I like it, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and, uh, cool. um, it's the beginning of the legend right here. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you're being really kind, but, uh, I, <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, it was just, I kept on going, you know, yeah, absolutely. paid my rent and, and, uh, you know, did my day, my day job, you know, working in the restaurant, paying the rent and looking for opportunities and managed to get cast in this uh, really um, strange little movie and was mm. doing theater and then started picking up small gigs on TV. And then my, uh, got a manager um, who I'm still with. She's, I'm actually going up to her place in Ohio today. Uh, tonight, but we've known each other now since, uh, you know, it's over 20 years we've been working. And um, she called me up one day and said, you got this audition for this Nickelodeon show. <laughs> I went, did it and uh, didn't hear back for a month. And then uh, got another call to go in, went in, and it was really weird because <laughs> yeah. I was sitting 
waiting room with all these TV dads, like established actors who were TV dads. And I'd never thought of myself as that. And I walked in and uh, a buddy of mine, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, a guy who was a regular of mine at the restaurant was the executive producer. And he didn't, I, he knew me as a guy with kind of shaggy hair and a beard. And when I auditioned, I had short hair and I was clean shaven. And um, so he didn't recognize me when he called me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy though. He was, he was. Yeah. And I ended wow. up getting the job and he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what am I doing here? What are you doing here? He's like, this is my show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, you called me. <laughs> you guys called me. So it, you know, it worked out. It was one of those, you know, it, it was really a great opportunity. I'd never thought of Nickelodeon as a, you know, as a real thing. Cause at, at my age, I kind of missed it. Mm. And I even remember a friend of mine a couple of years earlier than that had gotten a gig on Nickelodeon. I think it was the, the only pro gig she got in LA. I might be making that up, but I think that that's true. And I remember thinking to myself, Nickelodeon, phew, real professional, you know, cause I'm a jerk. And, uh, and I, and I realized afterwards, you know, the, a lot of the stupid things that, you know, I look back at, you know, the, and my attitude has been a real lesson of exactly how not to be. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I, you know, I was making fun of it. And then when I finally, when it happened to me, it was through that and the, and Nickelodeon, you know, and Disney, those kind of show, those kind of channels there, they, for my generation, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. It's like, but if I look back at it, I get it. And I go, Oh, that's, that's, you know, primetime TV from when I was a kid. Right. Right. So you, you were, <laughs> your initial reaction when your manager said, Hey, there's a show called, you know, did they even name it at the time? Drake and Josh, your initial reaction was, all right, I'll just go try it out. No, well, at that point, it's like, you know, and any actor who's been doing it for a little while, I'll tell you, you know, I, you don't care. I mean, <laughs> it's like a job is a job. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just want a job. I, and, you know, people ask me, what's your favorite job? And my answer is always the next one. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever's coming down the pike. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I've got my eyes on. But Sorry. I had, yeah, I mean, I sort of, I don't want to say I thought I didn't think highly of Nickelodeon. I just didn't I think. Yeah. I, I, to me, it was like not in my real right. house. Oh, right. So, so do you, so, Sorry, but, sorry uh, to interrupt. Okay, but boy, was I wrong. I mean, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I loved it, man. I, I was watching it last night. I was getting hyped up. Um, yeah, message I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so in, in terms of, so do you remember, like, the audition? Like, who else was there? Like, you, did you see, you know, Drake I've, and Josh in there? Or? No, Drake and Josh weren't there. Was, Dan was the only one. I read with Dan at, at that last audition. And, you know, I, I don't. Like, I, I remember, I've seen some of the other actors that were in that final group mm. in other auditions, but I don't know them, really. Right. And as a matter of fact, I think at the first audition, I went, when I went in, a, a friend of mine who I went to college with was there reading for the part as well, I think. Wow. Yeah. I could be making that up That's too. Crazy. Yeah. Man, so you had the person uh, you were working at the restaurant with being the exec producer and someone in college, you know, 
sort of all meeting at the, in one place. Wow, that's great. But, you know, as you get older, you'll see, I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. Mm. You know, yeah. your, world's, I mean, your world's always seem to, it's hard now because everybody stays at home. Right. But once you, you know, everybody's stuck at home. But once the world opens up, which hopefully will in the next year or so, um, you know, as you, in your travels, as you go on in life, you know, you will, it's interesting how parts of different streams cross. Absolutely. But, you know, a show that big, I mean, that's crazy, man. I mean, it was just. Well, we, did, we didn't know it was going to be that big. I yeah. mean, kind of, they didn't, Nickelodeon didn't know what to do with it at first. They'd only ordered like five episodes. Jesus. So, I mean, you know, so, so you get the audition, you, you obviously got the part, you know, what was that first, you know, episode like, right? Like you guys come together, like what expectation first episode? I mean, just crazy, right? Well, I was, you know, I had, luckily I had worked. Um, it was, I didn't, I wasn't really going in blind because, you know, one of the scariest things for an actor is, you know, you go, when you get on set, for the first time, um, there's so much going on, and you know, and it's really hard not to think like if something goes wrong, it's not your fault. If something goes wrong, it's not your fault. Right. There's it's it's so much movement. There's so much going on, and everybody's doing their job. When I got my first movie, not to digress too much, but it's kind of a feeling. I went to a friend of mine who I went to college with, a great actress named Maura Tierney who's done tons and tons of stuff. And she's really, really amazing. And, you know, and it's funny because when we were kids, she, you know, I, was, I did a lot of plays in school and she was like, oh, she had said to me, I'm really scared. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. And I, or something like that. And I was like, don't worry more, you're gonna be fine. Meanwhile, you know, I was kind of the big man on campus. I did all these plays. Of course, she's had this huge career she was like done amazing work really? and, um, but by the time we got out i got out here she had already done a lot and she was on broadcast news and all this stuff she just got really great and um so i said maura what you know give me some advice like what you know and this is going on to this movie not the tv show this like piddly little movie it wasn't a big deal and she was like don't worry it's not your fault I was like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, don't worry. You know, the actor, you're going to start your first scene. Actor is gonna, the director is going to call a cut. And you're immediately going to think it's your fault. Don't worry. It's not. If there's something that you're doing, don't worry. They'll tell you. If not. And I was like, I'm an experienced stage actor. That's stupid. Come on. Give me yeah, some yeah. real advice. Yeah. And I sort of, you know, uh, because I'm a bit of a jerk, didn't was like, oh, well, thank you very much, and walked away going, wow, thanks a lot, Mara, big deal, you know? <laughs> Needless to say, I showed up on set, first take, first shot, the director calls cut, I'm halfway through it, the director calls cut, and I'm like, oh, oh no, what did I do? And I'm, I start to panic, yeah. and I'm looking around, and in my head, I'm hearing people going, oh my God, I can't believe they, they hired this you know, I start getting really, really yeah. paranoid. Right. And I'm sweating and I'm freaking out. And I run up to the director and I'm like, um, uh, you know, what, what did I do? What did I do? And he looked right. at me and he was like, no, no, you're fine. A light bulb blew out. We just have to change the light bulb. Take it oh. easy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so it's really easy to get all like crazy. Right, I bet. I bet. It probably messes with you like mentally, right? I mean, you get on the edge, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for, for me, it was like uh, I had worked for a year as a, um, as a script supervisor, not a script supervisor, but as a dialogue coach um, on, a, on a CW show that a friend of mine was in, this woman, Rachel True whose apartment building that I've moved into. Rachel was on a show called, uh, with Essence Atkins called, uh, oh, what the heck was it called? Oh my God, I can't believe, I can't remember. Might have it, hold up. Oh my gosh, I was on an episode. I can't, I'm totally blanking. What, uh, what year was this, is it? Oh, like 1932, uh, what was it? <laughs> no, it was in the 2000s, I think. Uh, it was about sisters. Uh, 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 oh my God, I can't believe I'm, I'm uh, black. Uh, uh, and I worked on it forever. Holy moly. It's a CW show, I think. Um, uh, oh my Lord. Once, this in, is... once in Again? No, it? no, no, it's after Once and Again. Uh, uh, oh my God. Buff, oh, we got Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, keep going scroll down <laughs> uh, uh let's see without a trace no yeah whole resume um <laughs> we got tube we got the guru uh no no, no. after that <laughs> um it, it's a tv show oh crap uh this is after or before drake and josh before Drake and right before Drake and Josh, I think I was on the show. Half and half. I can't believe it. I can't remember. Huh? Half and half. Yes, exactly right. Sweet. Half and half. So, so I had been not an actor, but on a on a set on a on a sitcom set for already over a year. So I knew how the set worked. I knew what I was in for and I had already had enough experience uh, doing some TV stuff and some camera work that I wasn't walking in completely you know overwhelmed um, but it still was like a, a, a it was a bit much mm. I didn't I don't think I, I didn't make a fool of myself there's one great story I think it was it was either the first or second episode I had a scene with Josh. And this was like we, when we were first starting. So if you remember in the first episodes, yeah. he's like got this really high squeaky voice. Yeah. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were young, man. Yeah. Right. They were both really, really young. And, uh, and we were shooting, it was a scene between me and him. And it was my first big scene. I think mm -hmm. like it was the first one-on-one -on -one scene, if I'm remembering correctly, that we'd shot. And so we're sitting in the living room and I flub my line a couple of times and I'm like, and I'm starting to panic. Yeah. And the director, Virgil, I think it was Virgil called cut and, and they were, they were down for a second. So they were doing some technical stuff and Josh looks at me and he goes, you know, it's okay. Don't worry about it. it happens to everybody. You know, you'll be fine. <laughs> and he was really reassuring. He was really nice. And I was like, Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> and then it struck yeah. me as how oh, this 15 year old just calmed me down. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, and he already had so much more experience than me. Yeah, no, that's crazy. But, so, yeah, I mean, he just calmed me down and he made everything okay for a second, just to, you know, but it was really funny. It was like, hey, man, it'll be cool. Don't worry. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, you know, was his family like on set with him? Like, you know, yeah, when you're before you're, you know, when you're a minor, yeah, you have to have, you know, you have to have a guardian on set. Okay. Uh, you and then the boys both got emancipated, and so they didn't need to have guardians after. They, but uh, yeah, both their their moms were there. Uh, uh, Josh's mom was there. Uh, Drake's mom was mostly there. Sometimes his dad was there, and uh, and Miranda's mom, Chris, was right. there. It, was it? Do you think like they were ever overwhelmed with it? Like. Oh, sure. It's overwhelming, man. It's overwhelming. It's, uh, you know, I struggle now when, when I teach, when, when parents will ask me, do you think my kid should, you know, try to do this professionally? I think every kid should be involved with the theater. I think it's a great team sport. It's a great way to learn about yourself and working with other people and trying out things. It gives you empathy. It gives you sympathy. You know, I, I think theater is extraordinary and a great tool. I struggle with children doing it professionally because it really does mess with, um, it can mess with your sensibilities. And it's, you know, I think even myself, even though I was doing it at a very young age, I, I, I don't think I was, you know, you can call me sort of famous. I'm not, you know, I don't really... Hey, man, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you famous right now. We're on a Zoom call of a legend. It's not like I'm freaking like, you know, Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp or, you know, I don't have that kind of fame. And, and uh, but even at the level of, you know, fame that I have, I, I wonder if I could have handled it right. when I, I think it's a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure. Right. Um, there, there are pros and there are some pros to it, but there are a lot of cons and, you have to, and you know, you know this. You know, you you know you become a unicorn, and you know, and everybody loves magical creatures. But then, you know, they catch them and kill them. You know, so it it makes me. You know, I get I get nervous about that. But but I it, but I definitely encourage all children to do theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, you know, just talk about that filming process, right? I mean, it must have been, you know, very long days. I mean, obviously a huge success. Um, you know, people still talk about the show today. I just watched it last night, right? So talk about like that filming process and, you know, I mean, and maybe how you could see maybe it took a toll on you and maybe the rest of the crew did, was there. Ever oh, it, did, it didn't take a toll on me. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, what, but, you know, it's like anything, though. You know, I would find myself sometimes being like, oh, I can't believe I got to go into the studio. Right, right. And I'd be like, just like, what? Yeah. You know, everything, everything eventually, you know, it becomes a job. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, no, I want to stay home and, like, watch TV. I want to stay home and play with the dog. I want, you know, uh, oh, you know, it, there, there are things, just logistics and scheduling. It's like it, it gets in the way of your life. Right. So, you know, would you say, you know, because like you said, I mean, 
know, Drake, Josh, Miranda, I mean, they were so young at that time, you know, getting exposed to that spotlight, you know, yeah. do, do you see how it changed their, you know, lives, like in the, from the first episode? To, I can't really speak for, I can't really speak for them, but, uh, but I, what I saw was them almost always dealing very gracefully and generously with with their fans. I don't think I ever saw, I mean, I, I wouldn't tell you if I had, yeah. but I, I, but I genuinely don't think I've ever seen, at least in my experience, any of them treat a fan poorly. They were all so gracious yeah. and so sweet. I mean, Miranda, when she was, I remember we were on some kind of, we were, I don't know what the heck it was, but we were signing autographs somewhere and I was sitting next to her. And you know, she's a little kid. I learned so much from watching these kids. Yeah. And I was like, how I can sign all these freaking autographs. And she was like, oh, don't, she was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, Johnny, calm down, just write, you know, you rock. And I was, so for years, all I wrote was like, you rock, Jonathan Gold. You know, That's so awesome. it was like, That's awesome. you know, it was like, just, you know, she didn't say it quite like this, but you know, look them in the eyes. Give them, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, all of them do that. And you know, there are a couple of times that I've like been hanging out with Drake when we've on. We're both sort of uh, Disney fans, and um, uh, you know, going to Disney World and stuff like that, which really? is odd since we're like on Nickelodeon. But like we've gone, we've been in the park, and people have come up to him, and he always gives them his time. Is always I've always seen him. It's always been, I've always been impressed by that. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, talk about the relationship like Offset, right? I mean, was it, you know, was Drake, Josh, Miranda, you like, were you guys really like one big family, kinda, or what? what? You know what? Exactly, exactly. Mm. Because you know, people always say like, "What was it like working with Drake and Josh?" And I and I was like, (laughs) "Um, "Have you ever hung out with two teenage boys?" Yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, and I was like, it's a lot like that. Yeah, you know, they were like, one day they'd be the greatest person in the world, the next day you'd want to put them through a wall. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. but not, but you know, nothing preposterous. Yeah. You know, it, it was just all, and we all really did have a great time. Yeah, it was a super fun set, at least for me. Yeah, I spent absolutely. a lot of time with Miranda and her mom, because mm-hmm. usually Nancy, who played my wife wasn't on set when I was on. You, if you notice during the episodes, it's usually mom is there or dad is there. Mm, right? Yeah. It's both. So. Um, Why was that? Do you so, know? Oh, probably just they didn't want to pay us both, you know? <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even write that. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. There, yeah. there, there are, uh, uh, but there are plenty of episodes where, they're, where we're both there, but, um, but, they're, but they basically like one one's you know one show would be mom one show would be dad kind of thing and um and uh um so i'd end up spending a lot of time because miranda had a lot of downtime too right so and it was always it was always the boys the boys the boys so a lot of times i would end up just hanging out with chris her her, her mom and her like you know i'd end up like going to the school room and just you know chatting with the teacher hanging out Try, you know, I would try to help Miranda a little bit with her homework. She desperately tried to teach me fractions, yeah. which I actually, 
which I actually just started to understand. Let's go. So, <laughs> man, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm so bad at math, and I was actually yeah. just at a friend's house. Um, uh, friends of mine who were have like normal jobs, they're working remotely. Asked if I could like monitor their sons while they're trying to do remote learning. Yes. So I went over and I was trying to help. The you know he's I think he's in fifth grade. He's like having trouble with fractions, and I was like, oh god, I don't know. I was like, I can't. I, I, yeah, I can't. It, yeah. But I managed to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Out. Yes, <laughs> I I understand fifth grade math. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. So that's crazy. They were still doing schoolwork and stuff on set. Like they were still. Well, Miranda was. I, the boys had both got uh, had both graduated. They both tested out. I think okay. yeah. But she was still going to school. I mean, that you know that. I mean, that's why I think Miranda's done so well. She's just, she's a really, uh, I, my impression always was that she was very solid and her parents were really solid. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Drake and Josh were always kind of like hanging out together offset from, from your experience. Yeah, I mean, it was like they would hang out together. They wouldn't hang out together. Sometimes they loved each other sometimes. Like, like I said, it was like hanging out with two teenage boys, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, they were, you know, I think that they're, they were each other's high school. Mm. They were the whole high school um, experience. Mm. So everything that happened to you in high school with all of your friends happened to them, but just one-on-one. -on -one. Right. So you can imagine what that's like. That's kind of, it's kind of great. It's yeah. kind of great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they, they started young, you know, so I mean, it's, it's probably crazy. I mean, you know, when was the last time, I mean, you mentioned you talked with Drake and, Disney with them, by the way. That I think that's interesting. You know, did it, did anyone like from Disney like were they like oh like you know from Nickelodeon or anything like I don't know was it just like a funny like Nickelodeon and Disney World sort of thing was that? Oh no, not in my experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, funniest the my favorite time ever when like being in Disneyland as you know you know walking around. Right. You know, I was there. I was there on a date. I was there on a date, and uh, and she and I were walking. We were walking through. Uh, we were right near the Matterhorn, and some kid. He must have been like, I don't know, like seventeen years old. And he had a mohawk, like he had a right. And I see him coming. He's running right to me, and I'm like, "Oh, what?" And he just runs up. And he goes, "Oh my God, Walter!" <laughs> And then he runs away. Really? Oh my god! Yeah, it was like so. Like, wait, a kid with a mohawk? It just didn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know, but it was really, it was super. That was one of my like. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. But it's like a, it, it seemed like a scene for you and like Josh or something. They're like, cut, cut. All right. You yeah, go. yeah. That's crazy. So I mean, um, yeah. I mean, you mentioned you. Uh, it seems like you still stay in touch with Drake once in a while, right? Um, right. Or, Drake and I live near each other, so we chat. We chat pretty uh, regular. I haven't seen Miranda. Miranda, I think I saw uh, like two years ago, I want to say. Oh, no, no, no. So, I don't remember. I speak to Nancy occasionally. Saw Dan right before the COVID. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I went, Josh had a baby, what was it, last year? And I wish him congratulations and all that. But yeah, I mean, and now, you know, you don't see anybody. So. Right. Yeah.
I mean, do you text them once in a while? Or do you guys, huh? do you text once in a while? You guys I'm a little bit of a Luddite on like the social media crap. I try. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really bad at it. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. But yeah, oh, you know, I, I, we keep in touch. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you know, in terms of, you know, do you know if Drake and Josh still stay in touch with each other or, you know, or uh, that? Um, I really, I'm not like, like I said, the last couple of months, the last few months, I've been sort of like very, I've been sort of home. So yeah. I don't know what he's yeah. doing. I, I've been sticking mostly to family and just some, you know, some, some of my like close, close, close friends. And that's, those are the only people I've really been seeing. Yeah. So. But not yeah. not much. I mean, I I'm starting I'm starting to open up a little bit. So yeah, right. I mean, no reason. Yeah, it's yeah. not like grudges or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, those I was, boys. Oh, those those boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm no, still I, I'm still ticked off at them about that whole helicopter thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> classic. Oh my god. Wait, so what was the last time you guys saw the house? Did you guys go back to the house? You guys ever reminisce or? Uh, you know, um, the house got um, torn down. No. Yeah, I, I mean, we never shot at the house. I, I mean, even the house that we did one of the movies that wasn't the Drake and Josh house. Mm. The real, the Drake and Josh house that, that they use that exterior of was torn down like last year. Really? So they never shot inside the house? It was just the exterior? Not, not that house. Wow. Interesting. Man. All the, all the interior stuff that you saw on the on the series were, were sets on a soundstage. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw you and Drake. Uh, I saw like a video of you and Drake on like IG Live. And I was like, uh, you guys. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I just saw Drake doing that. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Yeah. The, he did. Um, you guys were working on a show together, um, I believe. It was like, um, it was like, that was like the title of the YouTube Periscope. Was it 2015? I saw you guys like an IG live together. It was like, uh, 15. Yeah. He was like, oh, Johnny, like, what's up? And like, he was just. Oh, like, we were doing, oh, back then we were, we started shooting something called Where's Walter, which uh, was kind of a joke that came out of. Uh, a lot of the teaching I do, I go around the world. Mm -hmm. So I start the hashtag, where's Walter? Yeah. I like it. And uh, a couple of years ago, Drake and I were having lunch. He had just bought a new camera and he was showing it to me. And he was like, let's shoot something. What do you want to shoot? And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, what about that? Let's do something with where's Walter? And so we were like, we pretended that Walter, and because I'm sort of a scruffy guy in real life. Um, you know, I don't really look like Walter. Walter is a, is a <laughs> lot. Man, I, I like this look. I, I think uh, Walter's going to need a makeover. I don't know, bro. <laughs> Walter's a little bit more buttoned up than I. Drake and, Drake and Josh 2.0. We got to have it. I'm ready. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so we just started doing this goof, and we, like, we shot, like, all in all about 18 episodes and of where's Walter and it was all this weird stuff. And it was like, go, it was, it was a, a lot of it was sort of experimental, but super fun. It was as if Walter had like split and, you know, and we finally 
came up our last episode, which was sort of the first episode of what we were hoping to be a real series, um, is Walter breaks out of the Drake and Josh world. Yeah. <laughs> and comes into the real world. And it turns out that, uh, well, anyway. So we, yeah, so we did that for a while. That was super fun. Yeah. We, no, just, so, we, so was, we just had a great time doing that. Yeah, it, it was just you, Drake. And so was Josh part of that or no? No, I mean, it, that it was just more logistics than anything else. We were just yeah. right, you know, like I said, Drake and I live right near each other. Right. So right. it was kind of like, oh, let's, you know, oh, let's right. do this. And then we, you know, we call people. Josh once, like, I had lunch with him once, and he posted a picture of me and him having lunch and was like, ha see, I found Walter. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> and so then, and then Drake and I were like, okay, let's use this. So yeah, we yeah, yeah. turned around and used that in another episode. It was pretty fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because yeah. Josh, Josh just got married, right? Josh got married a couple of years ago. Yeah, wow. So were you at that wedding or? No, I was actually in Europe at the, I was working. You know what? I've got to wrap this up in a few minutes because I've got to, I've got to work. I've got to teach it. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no. Um, I, I guess one quick question I had and then we can wrap it up is um, you also directed iCarly with Miranda. Um, yeah. Talk about like the growth um that she had from like drake and josh versus iCarly. like what was the difference like did you well she i mean it was it's amazing you know you see a little kid turn into a young woman you know and 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 working with all you know what the cool thing about that was was all the same crew it was the same yeah. you know yeah. everybody behind the scenes was more or less the same it was on the same sound stage you know um so it was kind of a real family event for me it was I was very scared. The first episode I did was like remarkably uh, was shouldn't have been, but I was since I'm a bit of an erotic, I'm, um, was really really uh, crazy. I was I was just nervous as hell, um, and I didn't need. To. Um, and the second and the second one was much much more fun. I, you know, all the kids were great. They there it was more just like you know figuring out where to stay then just get out of their way because they were all so good Absolutely. i mean really it was a really fun show i just wasn't one for directing that kind of stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know i'm i'm I, I don't i don't consume sitcoms you know i don't watch sitcoms so yeah. having been i love doing them it's also like yeah. horror movies yeah, I yeah, yeah. Horror movies, yeah but i i love making them right 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 yeah, but so you watch freaking Josh ever or no? You don't. No, <laughs> that's pretty funny. You should say that. I was I was sitting with uh, Drake a couple of years ago, and he was talking to me about Drake and Josh, and I was like sitting there just sort of like nodding my head, and I said something, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And he he like cocked his head, and he was like, "Have you ever watched our show?" <laughs> If, like, yeah, because he, he probably watches it, right? Like, he, he, yeah, they, I mean, also, you know, it's, it's, it's different. Like, you know, when you, when you make these things, I was just talking about this to somebody else. You know, my experience when I was growing up watching TV shows was like, I remember the TV show, right? All my favorite characters doing their things. If I saw them in real life, it was a, it, 
visceral experience of them, me meeting that human, right? Yeah. And I could only see that person as I saw them on the little screen. Yeah, yeah. But now that I'm on the other side of it, like my recollection of, of my TV show has very little to do with TV show. It has more to do with the goofing around backstage, um, the people that help, you know, the people that actually made the show, right. you know, the, the, the crew, um, you know, all, you know, the time I spent just hanging out in the casting office, you know, yeah. joking around, going into the school room and hanging out, you know, so that, that's what I remember. It's all personal. Mm. So after the show, after the show finished, I actually did have to watch it a couple of times because when I would go out and teach, you know, kids would come up to me and they'd be like, oh, do you remember the episode with the underwear when you ate the, and I'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, wow, geez. I, I, oh, yeah, come on, I, had to go back. I had to go back and look at it because I remember like the moments up to mm. like hanging out backstage. I don't remember the actual acting stuff. Right, right. Absolutely. You know, that's awesome, man. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. They're probably like, come on, man. Like, you got, <laughs> you got it. Walter, come on. Like, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's crazy, man. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming like the last time you got, I mean, the last time you guys were all in the same room together, I mean, was probably the last episode or, I mean, were you, no, you mean the entire wedding? Were you at Josh's wedding or no? No. No. Uh, but the last time we were all together, it wasn't even all of us. It was. I don't think Nancy was Nancy there. I. I don't think Nancy was there. Um, there was a. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I was a record party. Drake had just dropped a record, and I. I think I was there. Josh was there. I think it was. I can't believe I can't remember. I think Nancy might have been out of town. Uh, it was Drake, of course, because he was playing. Um, Miranda and her folks were there. Josh was there, Dan and, and Lisa were there. Yeah, so that was like, and like a lot of the other folk that you guys wouldn't know the names of. Yeah, the, that was a couple of years ago? Yeah, I want to say that's like four or five years ago, maybe. Yeah. I think it was the last time we were all together. I think they've all been, you know, they've all hung out. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, Drake and Josh? Nobody wants to hang out with an old hippie like that. No, them. come on, Walter's got to be in there. Come on, come on. Yo, what's <laughs> Drake and Drake, Josh, uh, they hang out together still. Do you know or no? I, I don't. You'd have to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm sure. I'm. You know. I'm sure they talk. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, uh, thank you so much, uh, Jonathan, for taking the time, man. This is awesome. Uh, you're a legend, man. Appreciate it. This was awesome. Uh, if there's any way we can support you or uh, your your acting class or whatever, just let me know, man. Love to help. Well, you know, if. Uh, if folks want to take classes, you know, reach out. Hey man, let's go. I'll, I'll spread the word. I'll spread the word. What, what's the name? What's the name of it? Where you teach classes? Uh, I, I teach classes privately right now. So, okay. You know. All right. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, yeah. spread the word anyway. And, uh, thank you again, uh, stay in touch and, uh, football as well with you and your family, man. And, uh, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, and you're, yeah. Keep in touch. Let me know how this goes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Where's Walter? Hashtags ready to go. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's a, it's a, it's ready to go. So appreciate it, man. Thanks again, and uh, have a good one. Take care. Bye, kid. Right, have a good one.